today is a very special show. A very, very great friend and co-host of a Hers and His podcast is here to do his interview and talk about his live show, Talking Real 1000, every Thursday evening, 8 o'clock Eastern. And also here to discuss The Plush Life, a book he wrote and that we all are going to get to read soon. So uh, let's go ahead and sit on down and um, listen up. might learn something. All right, let's go. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to my show. This is your host, Brandy J, and Voices of Courage Unite. Today I have with me an awesome guest, and he goes by the name of Anthony Gonzalez, a.k.a. Poppy J, one of the hosts of Talking Real 1000. And um, he is here today to talk to us about Talking Real 1000 and a little bit about his awesome book. Hello there. How you doing? Doing very, very well. How are you? I'm all right, considering all the snow we got. Oh, it's snowing today? No, just the snow from the other day. It's still oh, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> lingering. Wow, sorry. Okay, well, thank you for joining us today. No problem. You already know I was going to do your show. <laughs> you right, you right. <laughs> well, Poppy J, can you tell... Okay, so you have Talking Real 1000. That's your baby, right? And can you please let the listeners know what inspired you to do... Because you're like adamant with live. You like everything live. Like, because Talking Real. So what inspired you to want to, first of all, do a live show? Uh... I seen where everybody was drawing their attention to, which was podcasting. Uh, the listenership was out all over. Everybody's listening to some type of podcast. So I figured, why not share some of my story along with stories of people that's the everyday people. I like to focus on the everyday people and point out different ways I view things as well as different ways you can, things can be viewed. Okay. I like that answer. Okay. So can you give us, okay, can you give us uh, possibly an uh, an example of of something that will will require that, you know, that type of a scenario or that thinking like everything that we've been going through this whole year from the police police brutality the police killings the covid virus everything like there's we hear of people struggling and we hear of people reporting on people struggling but you they they select who which people they allow to verbalize their experience, their concerns, everything. They're not going to let the average person just stand in on the news and just say what they think. That is so, so true. 
so on my so on my show you're allowed to say what you think and we'll talk about whatever depending on whoever brings up the topic So you just be more like freestyle, like you don't like anything scripted. You just like right then and there in the moment. S- scripted ain't talking real. Very true. <laughs> very very true. Okay, so what? Um, so what are the things that you want the listeners to to receive from your show? I know you said you know it's for you know, the, the average, you know, because no one asks, you know, the, the regular, you know, they'll call us the common, the regular folks, what's going on with us. But what do you want the listeners to receive when they are listening to your show? What, what's the experience you want them to have? I want them to know that in some shape, form, or fashion, we are all experiencing the same thing. Like the way I deliver my my message is more from a personal experience and then just explaining, like trying to show people that, all right, cool, we have a lot of obstacles in our way, but there's a there's a, a better way to get the result we wish if we stick together, if we uh, sacrifice. We have to make sacrifices, uncomfortable ones. But if we want to get, if we really want to make change, it's up to us, the people, not the billionaires, not the millionaires. It's up to us, the people, the ones that they are, they, they billionaires because of us. So we have to really start paying attention to that. There's mil- every millionaire and every billionaire is, is where they at because of us. In some shape, form, or fashion, we made them. Yet we're struggling to make us. So we need to like step back and start picking at everything that's going on and try to figure out what needs what needs to get removed, tweaked, updated, whatever. That's a very profound way of looking at it. We we're the ones who basically make them rich, and then we struggle to, you know. <laughs> to sometimes pay, pay pay for the roof over our head. So yeah, that's, that's deep. Okay. So are your listeners, um, are they allowed to like be active? Like how, how involved are they or can they be? Right now, <clears throat> I would like them to be very active. I would like them to participate, whether it's commenting, whether it's contacting me with topics, cares, concerns, something they want me to go on a rant about, whatever. It <laughs> don't matter. It don't have to be always sad. It don't always have to be serious. It don't have to be anything. Okay, okay. And so with your your um with your other host, your crew and stuff, so you guys are like a, a family or a unit. So how's that dynamic with, you know, the top 11,000? Because now you get different opinions. We don't agree on everything. We ain't going to always agree on everything. I think sometimes they think I'm nuts. But <laughs> but at the same time, there's a person that thinks like wise. There's a person that thinks like says. There's a person that thinks like me. 
There's a person that thinks like you. There's a person that thinks like every podcaster out in the world. There's one person that a podcaster is speaking and it's their voice. It's the voice of someone else. Like they're sharing. Well, that's my, my podcast. I can't speak for everybody, but it's to share the voices of others that whether they want to be on it, whether they want to be anonymous, whether they want to join the, the <clears throat> StreamYard live. So, I mean, we just got to be respectful, mindful. And I try real hard not to insult anyone, but it's a very thin line. <laughs> okay. So what is, is there anything that, like, going forward in the future that you haven't, uh, that you wanted to uh, try out or, like, you know, intertwine into with your... Uh, talking real like add a level to it or do something different i realized in the beginning talking real was 1000 was it's it's the pet project it was the stepping stone it was to break the ice it was the icebreaker i would say so now that i broke the ice and because of covid it the ice was broken through Streamyard, through zoom type podcasting I want to create an in-house one where I could have everyday people just stop by and shoot the shit, share the concerns. I will leave with a topic, but we will be joking, laughing, whatever. We have serious moments. We'll have our funny moments. So it's going to be, it's, it's in the making right now, just waiting on the plush furniture to go with the plush lounge title. Okay. I like that. That's a nice, um, no, that's different. No one's doing anything like that. So it's really cool that you, you basically stand out from anything that's, you know, that's out there. And I, well, speaking of, okay, right, and sorry, I like the YouTube aspect of it because there's always something about seeing the genuineness of people when they talk. And because it's a freestyle, all you're gonna all you're gonna get is genuine talk. Nothing that will ever be scripted. The most will be letting them know what topic it is of the day. Regarding so if we're talking about relationships, then we're gonna talk about relationships. If we're gonna talk about loyalty, we're gonna talk about loyalty. Like there will be a topic. But if those topics go abroad, uh are very that topic can apply to anything in life. So it'll be interesting just to see what people will say once I just throw the topic out there and let them just go wherever they want to go. And I'm just going to um, drive the ship. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Pretty authentic. Keep them on, keep them on their, uh, on their tip. <laughs> That's how you get genuineness out of people. You can't let them think about what they're going to talk about. It's better when they on the spot because then you they you get the raw emotions, you get the raw content. That is my baby that I'm working on. Talking Real One Thousand is a pet project. Talking Real One Thousand will be more for people who want to participate 
that aren't in my area that can't make it to my studio. <clears throat> so they have an option. Their voice could still be heard. They still could partake. So Plush Lounge would be a Friday thing. Talking Real 1000 would be a Thursday thing. Or maybe I'll move it to Thursday and Saturday. So everybody could rest after we drink and smoke or, or, or after the show. Yeah. Thursday and Saturday seems more suitable. Nice. You heard it right here, everybody. Thursday and Saturday. I just don't have an exact date <laughs> I mean, on I the, the premiere of the Plush Lounge. I'm still working on that, but it definitely be early New Year's. Early, the first quarter of the New Year. You said Friday and Saturday, right? Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night live. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay the same. <clears throat> and if you submit your email and 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 just be, I mean, I'll have to submit your email. Let me know what, what you want to, why you're interested in talking, what you like to talk about and where you're from and stuff like that. And then I'll, I'll, Add you to the show. Awesome. Okay. Well, you have mentioned um, the the name of you said yes. Plush Lounge. Can you? Um, I know that you have also a book that you are working on that will be um, coming out soon. That is titled Plush Life. Am I correct? The plush yes, life. the plush life is the re okay. is the the plush life. <clears throat> the book is actually the reason why I even considered podcasting. So the book is about. Well, first of all, the plush plush is not like plush like your your furniture plush couch or none of that. Plush is peace, love, unity, success and happiness. So it's just, it's like a reflection of what I've been, where I've been, learning from what I've been through and then sharing it and just giving a person who may be in my position or may not understand certain things or people who don't understand why we do what we do or how we think or anything like that. Just, it's like an insight on somebody from the the street who's been incarcerated, who's dealt with losses, who's dealt with uh, betrayal, like just and, and instead of letting it come out in anger, I wrote it in a book and actually took ownership of my part and recognizing where I went wrong instead of worrying about what where everybody else went wrong. Nice. So is that what inspired you? Um, so when was that moment when you became inspired to actually, when it came across you to put this in motion, that you're going to put this into a, a book? Uh, I got incarcerated on a federal conspiracy charge and it was a crazy 
a rude awakening. And at that point in time, I was just getting the co-parenting down with my oldest son. And uh, while I was incarcerated, I just was like, damn, I fucked that pack up. Like I, I, I just got him to <clears throat> start staying at my crib, just bought, got a room for him, decorated his room, was ready to just know, co-parent, let him be more interactive with me in my life. Um, and uh, I, with the time I was facing with all the fucking co-defendants they added to make it even worse, I just thought about what I would want him to to know about his father, how I think, despite what people might tell him as far as me, the person in the street. So it was just to like let him know about, break down to my way of thinking when it comes to accomplishing peace, love, unity, success, and happiness. So during all of this, um, even during the, like, you know, because the book came before Talking Real 1000, right? Correct? Okay. Um, did you, was there ever a time during writing it that you just felt like kind of like giving up or were you just like determined the whole way? What, through? to write it? Yeah. Honestly, it came kind of easily. I was shocked. I just didn't want to partake in all the prison rhetoric, prison shit. I mean, I fuck with people, got my little wreck on, but it was, it was too much on my mind to really act like or get my head fully into just rocking out in prison. So you basically, you know, you used that time to basically used it. You took that time and you used it. In a, yeah, a I wrote three books. I wrote four. I wrote three books and put together another one. So when the, the during the course of this stretch that I did in prison, I accumulated four manuscripts. Wow, look at you. Okay. Well, I know I read some of the, I don't know if it was the first one or not, but I know definitely I read some of that one and hopefully we can talk about that one. And I heard yeah, that know. one, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this book is going to be the first, this one was always meant to be the first one that I put out. So I'm not even mad that the first one I actually mm-hmm. put out, I did it half-assed and since, and that says a lot about the person. So I'm not a half-assed person. So I took it off. I took it off the, off the, off the of Kindle. And anywhere that I could get it, I got it to be able to be sold on. I know I read some, like um, the uh, the one, um, Plush Life, and uh, it caught me from the, I was like, I was in. <laughs> you know, I had to stop myself because, you know, I had things to do, but um, I really, I really, really, really was very very interesting your your thinking the way you think you know and, and it explains me for me talking to you and, and, and knowing you for these months it it it, it ex- described you perfectly like how you how you think so I think that 
the um, readers will really um, enjoy enjoy what you have to say um, in your book. And I like how it's all broken down into different topics. But I was going to ask you, um, maybe the listeners can get a little gist um, of it. And I was uh, I figured uh, the intro. Um, what was it? The manifestation of divine will and trust. How did you go about? So can you uh, just talk about that a little bit? To, um, you want to me us? to talk about it as far as like just your um, the understanding of it, like where coming from you, from Poppy J, like uh, what does that mean to you? Like you know, when someone reads it, but they're like as if they're reading it now. Can you like? Where was your mindset at when you were this, you know, this came about? Because it's a very um, intricate uh, way you put it, you know, manifestation of divine will and trust, you know, that's like very, uh, you know, kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm picturing somebody like, like you're in like meditation, like you're in this mind state, you know, or, or a, a state of being in a way, you know, it's kind of like a, of a, a lifestyle, I guess. Can I, would that be correct? Uh, yeah, it's like a way of life. It's just the, the the book basically is saying if you take away all the smoke and mirrors, there's a there's a at the foundation. There's these are the the key ingredients. So it would be respect, uh, unity. Uh, I, I got a chapter explaining neighbors, neighborhoods, like just just a few of where where I was at that time, and then realizing that where I made so many. Where my where the influences came from, that changed. Like everybody had big families was big on morals and values, and then it shift and it start being more about finances and social. Think about things, and you realize what's worth something and what's worth not, and then when you realize it. And you think about how, and it don't sit well with you. And then you're just like, oh shit. And then you stay, but you got to do your homework to understand why, where it came in. At. So it was unfortunate that I got arrested and had to do time, but it helped me reflect and look within myself. In your book, like, could this be for, this basically is for all races, gender, cultures, it's just uh, for mankind, humanity, right? And anybody and anyone could take something from this book and uh, apply it or yeah. identify with it. I think, I think, it's, I think it, is, it applies to everybody in the world. I think that leaving religion out of it was a key factor. Because if you pick, if you okay. swerve on one of the, those religion, if you swerve in any of those religious lanes, now you push away the people who don't already have their their it's like it's like a I'm sad to say it's like a it's like uh, Democrats and Republicans 
it's all under the same umbrella, but they're not going to get, they don't see eye to eye. So they'll, they'll dismiss your, your theory regardless. Because. Yeah. yeah so think theirs is the right one. <laughs> I left religion out of it for that rate, for that purpose. Cause at the end of the day, the, 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 the chapters and the, the, the topic is, it's universal. It applies. It doesn't matter what your, your, your race, religion, gender, it doesn't matter. So I kind of made sure that, which is shocking to somebody who never wrote a book, but. People in leadership and like uh, law enforcement and stuff and reading your book, do you think that that could, if they read it and took it in, that could be a profound way of, uh, for them to, if they received it, like actually read it and received it, a profound way for them to actually look about life differently and, and see what part they play, you know, in, um, I mean, in how the world is. By, by reading it, I hope that everybody could see something. I hope it's thought provoking. I hope it makes you question things. But at least allow it to have read it to know why you yeah. read it. I guess. Like <laughs> even I'm not you look. Know? I'm not expecting everybody to agree. I'm not expecting half people to agree. But if you disagree, that means you have to think about it. So you took time to think about it, but you and you took time to read it. So I appreciate you. That's true. That's true. And this um, by the way, everyone, you wrote this in what 2007, right? Yeah, I wrote between 2007 and 2008. So during that time since when you wrote it, and now that we're here in 2020. I guess things are basically what that that basically is like in bond. It, it stays the same. Have you seen anything that you wanted to add to it? Or is that just, you know, like, I don't want to compare it, but like kind of like how the Bible is that is that's the word is this, you know, the the ways, you know, to life. It's what I believe is the way to life, a better life peaceful life, a happier life, successful life, a united life, a peaceful life. I mean, it's, it's, it's what I believe. Everybody has a belief. Of, everybody has an idea on what we should do as people to make things better. I want people to know what they can do to make things better. And it starts with just understanding yeah. different, being able to understand and accept different point of views and accept that there was some, no, we was dealt the hand that we was dealt. We played it the way we played it. And we keep ending up with the same result. So now it's time to uh, dig deep within ourselves as people and, and rely on one another instead of relying on people that in my opinion, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Right, right. Hmm. Well, I know that I am excited to be able to 
read more uh, m more of it you know i really was uh taken in i didn't expect what i read when i started to read it so and I that's what i'm hoping yes yes yeah hmm. so do you have any plans on writing any more at books? this moment no Maybe that takes a lot of long, like you gotta be able to afford to disappear. I didn't have no phone. I didn't have no social media. I didn't have the TV in my bedroom. I didn't have no distractions. So I had more time to to focus. It's not that you have to be able to focus. So at this time, I'll wait until I get up past I, after I, if I'm fortunate enough to put out all three that's already ready to just be put out just a little editing then the fourth one I got is it's going to be a lot of work so I'll be back into that space but it won't be where I I could focus and just write like I did when I was in prison Is the thing you like to do the most make money but if i'm not making if <laughs> i'm not making money the thing i like to do most <laughs> i think just continue learning i just like to continue evolving always looking for I'm always trying to learn something new okay. or try something new so that's it just trying but I love I'm just trying to make a better place for make it better for my kids my people's kids those I care about children it's not really about me so what I like to do is just help help however I can Within reason, help however I can within reason. I like that. <laughs> that I just, I was there. I helped those because I, I don't need the whole world to know anything. They'll grow with me as I grow, if I grow. <clears throat> so they'll learn because I'm very transparent, but over, I, after, after it's all said and done, I was me. I was genuine. I was real. I changed for no one. I thought about everyone. That's it. All I want to say is stay safe, pay attention, stay and wake up. Like for those who aren't work, for those who are, are walking dead, for those who are oblivious to what's going on around them. Really need everybody to just wake up, take all the selfish, self-pride bullshit out the way and look at the big picture and realize we need one another. My Sorry. website, talkingreal1000.com. They could email me at Talking real seven one 
at gmail.com if they want to be on the Thursday night live or if they want to submit some topics or experiences or scenarios. Uh, you can also DM me at Boppy underscore J73. And those are the three ways that I'm giving out the way to reach me. Alrighty, alrighty. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Brandy J. Voices of Courage. Unite. Peace. And we're out. Peace.